0: Well, welcome back to the Park Hills podcast. Once again, Pastor Mark and I are going to dive into some different elements of scripture and just hope that we can uh, show you what God's teaching us. And so this is going to be a special episode. We're looking forward to sharing it with you. With that said, if you've got information that you want to send our way or if you're just curious about what Park Hills is all about and want more, go to parkhillschurch.com or the Park Hills Church app. We've changed up the reading plan this year compared to maybe what we've done in the past. Yeah, and when I've read the Bible in a year, I typically just start in Genesis, read all the way through to Revelation, and that's why books are to be read. Start sure, start to finish get to the end. Yeah. The, the problem is who arranged what and how did they put it together? And the Bible that we have is amazing. I'm not saying anything against the way we have it ordered, but the order of the Jewish understanding of the old testament is a little different than how we would order it and one of the things that really stood out to me uh you know a couple of years ago when i was getting ready to read the bible in a year and think about this uh jesus makes this comment at one point he says it's written in moses the prophets and the writings and i knew that to mean that the way that the hebrews think about their scripture being put together is the torah first. That's, that's Moses, right? And then a, a section of, of writings called the Prophets, which really begin right after Deuteronomy. So we're reading in Joshua, and then goes all the way through all the Prophets to Malachi. And then it circles back in, in our Bible, the way that we have it formatted, to what we would, you know, they call the writings, but we would say this is the middle of the scriptures, like Psalms and Proverbs and Ecclesiastes and all these and Job. So what's going on? And so I thought, I wonder if there's a plan out there that sort of, spells it out this way. And so lo and behold, there was, and it was also one that it was done by the Bible Project, with, which we're big fans. And so I went through it, you know, a little over a year ago to kind of prepare us for, for this year. And I was so blown away by it that I thought it'd be cool to have an episode where you and I just sort of talk about how are we enjoying this? Is, is It's set up differently than how I've done it in the past. And I'll, and I'll start with the idea that when I get done with Second Kings. I don't want to then start over with the story all over again and read first and second Chronicles. Yeah. And one of the biggest blessings to this is first and second Chronicles is in the writings in the Hebrew understanding. So you actually end with that. It's sort of like a recap of the entire old Testament. And that alone was enough to sort of go, yeah, let's do it, Chris. And I, I really appreciated it. So what are you enjoying? What are you, what are you picking up out of it? What are you seeing?
1: Yeah, it's, it's uh neat. Cause you know, I too have read it from, you know, start at the beginning and go to the end and I've, Uh, Two different times I jumped out of that and did uh, a chronological reading of the Bible. Mm. Um, And and that has been helpful just to kind of go, okay, think sequentially here. And again, there's a lot of interpretive decisions made there as to what the chronology is when in some cases we just don't know. Uh, But I think this is neat just to think of, you know, again, written... uh, for the Hebrew nation about the Hebrew nation and to have, to look at how that they would do it. Um, but it, it it's on top of that, going th- and highlighting the themes has been yeah. very significant for me to study it that way. Uh, again, you know, what one of the things that we value here and, and, uh, I think you people know that is that we we love to get into yeah. a book and and tear it apart and and get so deep in that, but it, it kind of is equivalent to standing a, an inch away from a tree mm. and just looking at that bark in detail. You know all about that little space, but you forget about the forest around it. And I think this program and I'm part of the reason or the, this reading program, as well as the the those videos you mentioned, yeah. the Bible Gateway videos that and going, covering it in a year, as ambitious as that is, I think it's sort of, okay, everybody, we've been we've been focusing in on this one tree. We've got a good yeah. look at the bark here, but but let's go back and get the big picture. And I, I think that's been really good. It, and it really helps me as I study. Uh, I'm learning with you guys. Uh, please know that. And it helps me to go, okay, yeah, that's right. The big, this is where this fits in the big scheme of things. Otherwise, we can gets so tightly stuck in one little uh, book, which is great. It's the word of God's powerful that we kind of lose sight of the bigger picture. And I think that's what is really, really beneficial and what I enjoy about it.
0: Mm. Yeah. So we call this, uh, you know, it, it really, the word would be a Tanakh reading plan, right? So Torah is the T Nevi'im is the N, and we've done podcasts on both of those. And the Ketuvim.
1: You you can say that word better if you're chewing on something when you say it. (laughs) (laughs) Tanakh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and
0: then the Ketuvim is the the last part of that. So Tanakh, T-N-K, if you were thinking about it in English. And then they just put, like, letters in there to sort of make it make sense. But the Torah, the first five books of the Bible, and then these Nevi'im, these these prophets, these people that are speaking toward Israel, helping them think it through. And they include Joshua, Samuel, the kings to that. And then what I'm loving about it is, you know, we, we've started with all of this history and then we sort of push pause and just dig into the prophetic literature that goes with it, which is amazing and so good. And then we move into the writings. So, you know, Job, Psalms, and, and Ruth, and some of these others, and those writings are the the ones that usually are typically used in liturgical readings in, in synagogues and elsewhere. So what I mean by that is you might use it in a service to sort of structure the service the way it's supposed to go. And so there are certain readings that you read Ruth at a certain point, or you read a, a Psalm or two at a certain point. And then you recap it all at the end, like I said, with 1st and 2nd Chronicles and that break there is so great, but I'm loving watching uh, sort of the themes just come to life even as we're reading. And and it's not that that wouldn't have happened if we did the Bible reading plan the old-fashioned way, but for me, it definitely made it come to life a year ago when I was doing this plan by myself. And then I'm loving having people come up to me this time going, I've read through the Bible before. I've never seen things that I'm seeing now. And some of that's the, the plan itself. Uh, some of that's the word. N- yeah, totally. <laughs> and, and, and some of that also is these, the fact that people didn't even know the Bible Project existed. Mm-hmm. And now that they've had access to it and they're going, this is really, really good stuff. Like, yeah, it, it really, really, really is. Very helpful. So I'm so glad that people are, are jumping out in that. And those are some of the things that are you know, standing out to me and helping me kind of process yep. and see it and, and making me really feel like we're, we're on the right track with this particular reading plan. I'll be honest with you, though. The next follow-up thought to that or emotion for me is, how do we repeat that? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, You know, as we move into other books next year that we're already prepping for and planning for, I'm going, I don't know that we can ever catch this lightning in a bottle, so to speak, again. So how do we, you know, manage that going forward? And that's that's the task that I guess we get to figure out what we're going to do. But it's good stuff.
1: Unfortunately, we have the help of the amazing word of God with that and this, his spirit. So totally. he'll make up that difference, but yeah, it is. It's of course, I, I know that I felt that way when, when we ended revelation too, I was like, Oh man, I'm so bummed we're done with it. And I fought that for so long as Chris can attest to it. It was a book that
0: we were both nervous yeah. about, but we both kind of came to the conclusion of we're not afraid of anything. Why would we be afraid of this book? That's right. That's right. And then we dove into it and we were like, well, it's actually prettier than we thought it was going to be.
1: You know, uh, it, it, one of the things that I've taken away from this personally um, is that uh, following God is tough. Um, it's it's not it's not that easy, in, in that, so much of it is really counterintuitive because of the that sin nature that we inherited mm-hmm. and, uh, that the flesh, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, as we, you know, spent time in, in, in Kings and, and looked at the, the failures there. And then the occasional uh, good ones that came through Judah and stuff we are like, yay, we're just cheering them on so much. But I think that it, especially looking at, at, at the, an Old Testament like this is that going against the flow of culture and following God is not easy and it comes at a price mm. and um, not not always popular and it just reminds me that you know if we're gonna if we're gonna live life well for God I mean we have to we have to understand that uh, it does go against culture. It's counterintuitive. It goes against that, that nature within us. And again, it makes me think of Galatians and the, the whole. Am I acting out of the spirit of God indwelling in mm-hmm. me, or out of the flesh? And you know, just especially as we looked at the just the repeated sins and failures of of the of the Israelite people and the kings, you just go what is wrong with you? Mm-hmm. You know, and you want, I find myself just, just wanting to, to to yell at those people. And yet it just, it's a great reminder that even in our day, we're in a culture where it's not as difficult, I believe, to at least mm-hmm. speak out about your faith. Um, maybe we have more distractions and other things, but in some regards, there's no, nothing new under the sun. But I I'm rambling here but other other than to say it just it's a reminder that it's not a hey sign up here and and you're good head off to heaven and and everything is going to be smooth and mm. and there's going to be no effort required or whatever you know it's, no it's it's a calling it's just come into this priesthood and and there's some sacrifices along the way but but from there you can see God moving in you your your his you're on mission with him and as difficult as it is, it's the right thing to do, and it always, mm-hmm. always has the results that it needs
0: to in the long run. Yeah, and I think it's kind of similar to that. My my biggest takeaway or my biggest thing that I'm kind of dealing with with this reading plan this way is it. I'm amazed at how much it invites us into that story. Mm-hmm. And I think so often we just sort of treat it as this thing that's off there in the distance where we can read it and we can just kind of – process it and act like we're a part of it, but we're not really a part of it. And this being my second time through, I'm just really, I'm yearning to walk with Job, right? Or I'm yearning to, uh, you know, stand with David and, and some of the moments that he's that he's got these great highlights in his life, or I'm mourning with David. And, I was going to say, weep with him too. Yeah. And there's just this, this beauty of and I think this is what some people are trying to communicate to me when they say they love this plan. I, I'm just feeling like I'm sitting right in the story with them mm-hmm. and, and that's awesome. And, and i you know, I feel so blessed to be a part of, of, of what we're trying to accomplish there. And even these themes is another piece of that, right? Those, the seven themes that were sort yeah. of, I've seen myself in the rebellion. Uh, you know, I've, I've, I've felt, seen you there too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, uh, you know, yeah, I've seen. My, I was kidding. Yeah, I, well, you're not wrong. I've seen my heart just in really dark places that needs to be addressed and pushed out of. I, I've seen myself sometimes yearning to be a part of the kingdom that's not God's, and the the pushback that I need to give my own heart of, you know, whether it's through an election or whether it's through, you know, the way that the world is is going. I, I want to. I want to build a kingdom but I shouldn't. I should want to serve the kingdom of God and let him, let, you know, the kingdom of heaven be the kingdom that guides me, you know, or I, I desire holiness. I, I desire this amazing place where I can meet with God or, or, or you know, a tabernacle would be the other word to use there. And so as we're working through these themes, I'm even just sort of being drawn into this story a little more, uh, which, which is hard to consider, you know, missing three months of it on sabbatical. You know, yeah. like the idea of having to back out of this at all, uh, and and as we've said in multiple episodes, I, I I'm currently on sabbatical, but we're recording all these way beforehand. Uh, but in the middle of this, I'm just going. I want to I want to keep jumping into the journey. I want to still be there. I want I'm yearning to, to to be a part of it. You know, and I have not tortured Chris at all about him.
1: Having to go on the sabbatical, he, he, he treats it a little bit like a punishment. <laughs> May the Lord deal with you ever
0: so severely if you're not telling the truth. Oh, no. Well, I said to Mark actually a little bit earlier today that if I, if I didn't know I was going on sabbatical, the amount of people who are sort of reminding me either that I'm, I'm not supposed to be here or that I'm invisible right now because they think I'm on sabbatical even though it's a few days away, uh, I, I would know that I'm on sabbatical based on the way people are responding yeah. to me. Yeah, I feel like a leper. Well, we treat you as one. (laughs) Amen to that. (laughs) Amen to that. So we're enjoying the reading plan. I I hope you're enjoying it too. And really the point of this little episode was just to say, hey, we love that you're on the journey with us and hope you're getting as much out of it as we are. Yeah. If you've dropped off, jump back in. Just pick up
1: where, where we are and go back and do that later. Uh, don't don't let guilt drive you. Just let uh, love for the Word and a desire to grow in it be the be the driving force, and let
0: the Spirit do the rest. Amen and amen.